Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with architect, designer, and author Moshe Kotz. Being an architect, urban designer, and interdisciplinary artist allowed him to wander all of his life between Europe and Israel. After he graduated in architectural studies at Basilel and the University of Florence in Italy, he practiced architecture internationally and created many award-winning projects that have been featured in numerous international competitions, exhibits, and published in international books and magazines. Over the years, he has been a devoted teacher of architectural design and creativity, mentoring university students and giving talks and lectures around the world about creativity, curiosity, and interdisciplinary approaches. Enjoy this interview. Thank you again for taking time out. How is Israel today? Uh, Israel is pretty warm uh, for, Dece- for uh, almost uh, the end of November. <laughs> the weather is almost, uh, seems like summertime around here. Yeah, but it's nice. I mean, the energy is good. Uh, everything is right. Everything is fine in Israel, more or less, you know. It's, uh, uh, as, much, as much as it can be... Um, you know, optimistic with everything that's going on in the world. I think uh, Israel is uh, is a pretty safe place at this time. Well, good deal. Well, speaking of the world and where we're at, we just got through this COVID period and things are getting, you know, opening up a little bit more. You know, how did you survive COVID over the last couple of years? And how has that time period changed you in the way that you live your life now? Uh, wow, that's an that's an interesting question. Um, well, I have to say about myself that uh, professionally, COVID didn't influence me too much. On the contrary, it opened up this whole Zoom uh, dimension, which allowed me to connect to people all over the world and uh, speak, give lectures, and meet so many people around the world. Uh, that are now more willing and more um, uh, used to using this tool, uh, which uh, brings people uh, closer together in a way. So it helped me a lot professionally. On a personal level, it gave me the time uh, to write my book, uh, Into Creativity, and that was the period where I uh, dove into writing every day and let things out. Uh, to the world. So to get a better handle on exactly what you do for a living, I'm going to take you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day to school. (laughs) And and I'm going to have one of the kids look up and ask you, what do you do for a living? And I want to know what your answer is. I would tell them that I wake up in the morning, I am dreaming my daydreams, and eventually, I do everything that I can to make them come true, and then I get paid for it. I love that answer. So, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about your beginnings, where you were born and raised, and kind of how you got this motivation to be an architect and to be an author. Uh, yeah, well, I was born in Haifa in Israel, uh, but since my childhood, my parents started wandering around in the world. They were... Uh, considered a bit of a nomad because every two or three years they uh, decided to change countries, mainly across Europe. And they took us, me and my brother, uh, they took their children uh, with them everywhere. And we experienced this nomadism um, pretty actively and and very frequently. Uh, So I was... um, 
growing up with this constant motion as a child, and it developed a lot of the qualities that eventually, uh, further on in my life, became strengths uh, that I used to do uh, what I'm doing today, professionally and also in my personal life. Uh, so I basically lived uh, until my uh, 20s. I lived in uh, different places in the world, um, then eventually in Israel. And then um, I decided to go to Italy and study architecture in Florence, at the University of Florence. And then after six years, I came back to Israel and finished my studies here started my uh, professional route and journey, uh, and then eventually it led me back to Europe. I worked in uh, Berlin and Portugal, and then came back to Israel, became an independent architect, and now uh, all the projects that I'm working on, my clients are, and the projects are basically all over the world, uh, from, from Greece, Europe, to to Santo Domingo, to Zanzibar, to different places in the world. And I kept this uh, motion in life, uh, even now today, all through my life. And I like the fact that I get to uh, do things in different parts of the world. You know, when I was in high school, I had a pen pal from Castle Ferentio, which is south of Florence. And I remember going there in my 20s yeah. and seeing that city. I can't imagine a better place to study architecture uh, th than Florence. That had to be just eye candy everywhere to be there and to study that. Uh, yeah, Florence is my one of my biggest loves. Uh, I call her the the old beauty, like an old lady, which you know that in her youth she was uh, gorgeous and amazing, and she kept her beauty even uh, when she's old and uh, every corner that I visited and uh, and seen it was like a living uh, postcard, living picture. Uh, and knowing that uh, still today you can walk on the same stones and see the same beauties that Michelangelo and Leonardo and all the great artists uh, have done and seen uh, that connects you immediately to the inspiration that the city offers and yeah, I mean, for me, it was love at first sight. Uh, I, I really fell in love in the city, and I used every day in my life there, uh, sketching and uh, doing uh, photography and just uh, absorbing the, the beauty that the city has to offer. And yeah, Florence is, is just a living inspiration for me. You know... All of us, in one way or another, always encounter architecture in our lives, some kind of way that we live in a space. What is your philosophy? How do you approach the way that you design and, and make things for people to both aesthetically enjoy and to live in? Yeah, well, I, I have uh, some key points that guide me and I developed along my life since I started dealing with architecture when I was 16 years old. Um, and during that time, I developed my philosophy, and uh, one of the key points is what I call uh, empathic architecture, which means that before you even start doing something technical or concrete, you have to 
have a really strong approach of loving uh, the people, loving the place that you're changing, and that uh, state of mind is um, is something so strong that leads you towards your choices. So you won't uh, look for shortcuts because you understand the responsibility of the well-being of others. And that sensation of uh, doing whatever you can for the well-being of others is uh, a strong principle in my, in my life and in my professional life. The second key point is dynamic architecture. Because as, as uh, you've asked and I told you about my dynamic life as a person, I developed this, uh, this uh, philosophy of dynamic architecture, which is a result of the dynamic life of the creator, of the architect. But it, it also creates a dynamic sensation and uh, emotion or some uh, spiritual, emotional change within the visitor or the person who lives around it, inside of it. It creates something within you, some dynamic response, which you cannot be just saying, oh, okay, I don't, I don't care, I don't even notice it. No, it, 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 it uh, tells you to stop and, and uh, look at it, and it creates some sensation within you. And also, sometimes using a real dynamic kinetic uh, structures, which make the building or some parts of it move, or respond to the environment based on light, sunlight, or different uh, shades or different uh, seasons. Uh, so the building is a living creature which responds to its environment and people within. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, these are the basic points of uh, architecture that guide me. So what is it that motivates you every day when you wake up? What do you look forward to doing? <laughs> I, uh, I wake up every day uh, with this loving sensation of almost not believing the luck that I have to do what I do, which is giving my creativity the freedom that I like to give and uh, and use it to change the world in one way or the other, or the environment, or the worlds of some people. So waking up knowing that you can be this childish dreamer, uh, but with loving intentions to make uh, the world better, um, knowing that is something worth uh, waking up for in the morning and just enjoying your day. And focusing all your powers to, uh, to creativity, to, to do something that will do a real change in the world, but not uh, a technical one, but something that changes the spirits, the, the, the mental or the emotional change of the people that live and experience the spaces that you create. So in your life, who would you consider a role model or a hero for you? I have to say that uh, my parents are role models, uh, for sure. They taught me uh, how, to <clears throat> how to live your life with this internal freedom and emotion, which uh, gives me today the, the real positive state of mind of doing what I'm doing, uh, to, to, 
to have the freedom to daydream, and it's okay to do that. So they are the role models who taught me the basics. But then along the way, I, uh, I read most of my role models are dead. I have to say, they, uh, all the books that I've read, the famous authors, uh, Dante, uh, The Divine Co Comedy, um, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, uh, Louis Kahn, we're talking about American role models. So they were definitely uh, the, the masters that I've read and admired. Uh, but there are also poets and, and, uh, and uh, other people who I constantly uh, look up to, to their, to their uh, ways of looking at things in life. Based on what you've lived in your life and seen the wisdom that you've gained, if you had a dream tonight and you ran into your younger version, say in your 20s, and you could give your young version a piece of advice based on the wisdom that you've gained in your life, what would you tell your young version? I, I Sometimes I think about this uh, scenario because I have these dreams at night, things that I would do differently because I think it was a part of my past. So what I would say to my younger me is uh, go even stronger. Believe in yourself even more than you do. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, it was an intuitive belief. So I would say everything around you, the whole universe, works for you, for your benefit. Just enjoy the ride. Don't have any fear. Just go uh, even stronger than you do, and everything will be fine. So everyone has a perception of you. Everybody has an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends, your readers, your clients, but ultimately you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> I am an internal child. Uh, not many people uh, see that or know that unless they know me better uh, because they see this person who has responsibility and does these uh, these projects and works and budgets and everything is like uh, a big, uh, big people's game. But um, I am actually an internal child who wants to daydream all day long and just be free and uh, and realize its dreams. And sometimes they're simple dreams, but I think people don't know how uh, child, uh, childful and and. Uh, um, and also uh, very uh, sensitive, I would say. Even more sensitive than people think. Very intuitive and very sensitive. Wonderful. So if anybody wants to learn more about you, get your book, anything related to your architectural designs, anything in your world, where's the best place on the web for them to go? Well, they can look uh, for my book on my uh, website. Uh, they can go on Amazon, they can go on Barnes & Noble, they can go on every uh, bookstore uh, website that they would like and just uh, type Into Creativity by Moshe Katz um, and find it over there. It's easy to find, actually. Wonderful. Moshe, thank you for taking time out today. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joey. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, and music from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs> <laughs>